this is the Africa's Game Changers podcast, and I am so delighted to present to you today's special guest, Mr. Namdi Uba, as we engage in an exciting conversation about the transformative potential of blockchain to democratize simple, affordable, and verifiable housing all across the continent of Africa. Nandi, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm happy to all be right. here. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. All right. So for some of us who may not be familiar with the work that you are involved with, would you be able to share a little bit about what you do, who you are, and what your background is? My name is, uh, like you said, my name is uh, Uban Nandi. Uh, I'm the co-founder and CEO of House Africa. So in House Africa, what we are doing is to uh, enhance uh, real estate transactions of the emerging market uh, using blockchain technology. So currently now we have, uh, we have our new product called PropVat. PropVat is a blockchain-based uh, property val validation system that can help uh, individuals, financial institutions to validate their properties using access of the uh, legal practitioners, estate valuers, to make sure the property is legit before purchase or loan application. So mm -hmm. in terms of my background, uh, I read information technology and uh, I've worked with several industries like I've worked with MTN Trade Partner, where I was the CTO. So, my background is basically uh, on the IT. Good, that's incredible to hear. And you mentioned that um, House Africa specifically utilizes blockchain technology to try and solve some of the verification challenges that exist within real estate. So for some of us who are not familiar with blockchain or decentralization or this type of technology, what is it and how does it work? So, Blockchain technology is a, is a digital uh, ledger of transactions that is uh, distributed and also duplicated to various computers across the world. So what it means is uh, all the transactions recorded on the blockchains are saved in, a, in different computers across this world. So let me use a layman understanding uh, to say it so that people can actually really understand exactly what this blockchain is. Because when we keep talking about the ledger transactions, or it, it looks like it's a big word. So, for instance, let's say um, we have 10 people that has the same, a, the same copy of a file. Let's say there is a documentation that 10 people is holding. And these 10 people are living across Africa. Someone, one is in Lagos, one is in uh, Nairobi, one is in Cape Town, one is in Joburg, and all that. So for you to be able to have access to this document, you need to go, you need to go to, through all these 10 people and edit them before you can be able to say you have uh, added uh, something on that document. So this is really going to be very, very difficult for anybody to accomplish. Let's say someone wants to hack into this document and uh, he wants to rewrite some, some of the statements on that document. So you have to go to someone in Lagos, someone in Nairobi, someone in Cape Town to be able to achieve that. 
So that is exactly how blockchain is. Those documents are saved or they are being held by different people, but it's still the same document. So that is exactly how blockchain works. So this makes it very, very secure, make it uh, immutable and uh, transparent too. Mm -hmm. Yes, those benefits are very, very good, especially uh, considering that the verification of, of, of documents is such a real problem across the, the African context. So, you know, I, I was just uh, doing some uh, research prior to this, to this interview, and I, I noticed that House Africa is your second entrepreneurial venture. Uh, your first, I believe, may have been BitPair, which is an online cryptocurrency platform you co-founded in 2016. And I'm yeah. just curious because during this time in 2016, Bitcoin was still a very, a rather nascent um, technology and not many people, especially in the African context, were familiar with Bitcoin, let alone cryptocurrency. So what drew you to this space of decentralized technology when it was still quite new? Okay, first of all, uh, what I say is curious, curiosity. Uh, drove me to into learning more about blockchain, and uh, this curiosity started when uh, in Nigeria. That was when, when uh, a popular Ponzi scheme was on in Nigeria here, so and transactions are being done with Bitcoin. That was when I started learning about Bitcoin, started learning about uh, blockchain technology. From there, I met my co-founder which is also my co-founder in this second pro uh, project, now House Africa. So we started thinking around it, started talking about how email started, how internet started. This is exactly what is going to happen again. And this is the time to mm -hmm. see how we can use this technology to build something that will benefit Africa and how we can be able to use it to solve a real problem. And with this, we entered into blockchain technology and mm -hmm. develop our first exchange, which is the big player. Mm -hmm. For sure, that's very interesting. And when it comes to blockchain technologies, would you say that Africa is ready to adopt a blockchain solution in legacy industries like real estate and finance? And what are some of the enabling factors that are gonna be important to accelerating the adoption of, of these kind of technologies? Um, in these industries within the context of Africa? Yeah, I think uh, blockchain, uh, Africa is really ready for blockchain solutions uh, because uh, we have a lot of issues in Africa in terms of uh, transparency, security, and all that. So we see that with blockchain technology, we can be able to uh, make uh, transactions in real estate very, very transparent. And then they finance sending money across board, both locally or remittance from the abroad, becomes very fast and cheaper. So I believe, because if you look at currently now what is happening in Africa uh, in terms of uh, remittance coming from abroad, to, especially in Nigeria, who have about uh, $25 billion as of last year that came into Nigeria through remittance. And most of this money that is coming in incurs significant, a very big, huge cost. And most times to frauds and all that makes this money not to reach to the recipient. 
So with blockchain technology, finance will become very, very simple. Money can be sent in minutes instead of waiting for days and all that. So challenges that is really holding this blockchain is to make it an adoption in Africa. And I believe one of the things that can really bring adoption of blockchain is education, uh, awareness, making people to know and understand exactly the value this technology is going to bring. Uh, and again, solving real problems with this blockchain technology. It's not just about saying, ah, this is my project, is using blockchain technology. Is it actually a real problem that can help Africans grow? So these are the things I feel that can really make a blockchain adoption go very wide. And again, it's uh, reducing hype. You know, keep talking about I'm using blockchain, I'm using blockchain. Why? What you are actually trying to solve doesn't really necessarily mean blockchain technology. So if mm -hmm. we can reduce this hype and actually solve a problem, let the blockchain be uh, on the uh, ledger system that it is, that can help bring security and transaction to whatever problem that you are solving. I think it will go a very long way to, uh, to bring the adoption in Africa. And when it comes to that, it also, uh, I just want to maybe switch things a little bit and, and talk about a real estate in, in the context of the disparity that currently exists between areas within the African continent where there's not very good quality housing and then areas where there is uh, much more affluent uh, homing available. So just to give some context, I come from Harare, Zimbabwe, and we had a, a squatter camp, which was right next to our middle income neighborhood. And what was always very striking to me driving home each day was the stark contrast between the homes in my neighborhood and the homes occupied by the, the squatters and how close we were together. And there seems to be a really underlying tension that exists between protecting the land rights of the families residing in these camps and also uh, other stakeholders who are trying to evict them in order to realize the value of the real estate. So the reality is that this scenario is not unique to Zimbabwe. It exists all across the continent in South Africa, between Sandton and Alexandra in Nigeria. Uh, there's the, the waterfront slum of uh, Makoko. And so given this reality, what are some technological tools that African governments should consider to solve some of these stock housing inequities that exist all across the continent? Okay, yeah, I think uh, one, of, uh, one of the tools I, I think the government can uh, bring in to solve this problem because this problem is not just, like you said, it's not just for Zimbabwe alone. And it's not just for Africa alone too. Uh, we we'll, we'll look at the Latin Americans, the Asians, all these people are having these same similar issues. So one is for the government to digitize the land title, number one, because land titling is first and foremost of, is the backbone of every real estate where you can be able to uh, get information about the property and uh, being able to also uh, transfer this property from the, uh, the former owner to the new owner. So this has not been done, especially in Nigeria, where 
only two or three states is digitized. Others are still using paper and files. So you have to go to the office and they bring up a big file and give to you to start looking for that property. So this is very, very difficult. And these are the things that are increasing uh, frauds around the real estate transactions. So I feel one, the government needs, we need to have a decentralized land registry that can help this, the government to start recording these property titles uh, in, in a, uh, in an immutable manner in such a way that nothing can be tampered with those information. Then this will start bringing trust to the users. For example, here in Nigeria, we started Pover.com, uh, which helps people, individuals now, our banks, to get access to the lawyers and valuers to help them verify properties. Because the issue of verifying properties in Nigeria is really, really uh, a big issue because there is always crowd in this registry's office. Not just that, Lagos alone, from the study I saw, Lagos alone has over 500,000 land scams in a year, which is very, very huge. And these scams existed because of uh, the paper base and the time and the money it costs for you to be able to get a, a property verified. So, we are doing this now to help the individuals to be able to get their properties verified so that if they're looking for loans, it will become easy for the banks to say, oh, okay, this property has been verified. It's you that owns it or you want to buy it. Okay, take money and go and buy it. So with this now, access uh, financing real estate uh, uh, transactions become very, very easy and trust too start coming in. So I believe real estate uh, language history or property verification system should be the first thing the government should uh, implement because it's the backbone. The other things will follow suit smoothly. That's a very, very good point, actually. And it's very, very important because without this fundamental element being in place, it will be hard to solve all the other, the other challenges. So a very, very good point on that one. And when it comes to buying a home, one of the main concerns that people oftentimes have is concerning the large capital investment that is usually required at the initial stages. Is there any kind of advice you could give to some of our audience listening as to how to overcome this type of hurdle? Yes. One of the major problems we are also solving is uh, access to finance. Uh, mm -hmm. in terms of people that don't have the money to buy uh, a full house for themselves. Even currently now, we are already in partnership with Nigerian Mortgage Refinance Company uh, in Nigeria here to help and make all lands in Nigeria bankable. Because from the research of the PwC, we found out that over 300 billion to 900, over 300 billion to 900 billion dollars is already tracked down in Nigeria on dead assets. People cannot use their lands or properties to get access to finance, or people cannot get access to finance for, uh, of a property that they really like because of this same land titling issue. Okay, so everything is still boiling down to the land titling uh, problem. So 
the, well, how we are solving this now is once your land is verified on a platform with our partner banks, currently now we have about 27 banks. So you can be able to get access to loan using those verified properties. So it becomes easier for you to have access to uh, finance for a particular property that you are interested in. For sure. There's many uh, solutions that House Africa is providing, which is incredible to hear. And so now we're actually coming towards the closing remarks of this interview. Before we do proceed to the final question, uh, there's a quick fire round I'd love for us to do. And basically it's a round of short questions. And the goal is for you to just respond to the first answer that pops to your mind when I ask these questions. Is that all right if you can proceed accordingly? Okay. All right, so let's begin. First answer that pops to your mind. Number one, iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Renting or buying? Buying. Artificial intelligence or blockchain? Blockchain. Elon Musk or Steve Jobs? Elon Musk. Best piece of professional advice you've received? I think one of the best ad professional advice I've received is to start small. Start small, that's good. Best neighborhood in Nigeria to invest in? Lagos, Abuja. Perfect. And the main problem that House Africa solves in one sentence? House Africa is helping the uh, the, trans, the House Africa is helping the emerging markets, the real estate emerging markets, to enhance uh, transactions using blockchain technology. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, this quick fire round is now, thank you so much, it's now over. Um, before the final question, however, would you be able to share some of your social media handles for anyone interested in getting in touch with you? or interested in knowing more about what is happening at House Africa? Let me share the House Africa social media details instead of my own, so that uh, most of the things uh, I share on my own, I take them from our own page. So uh, House Africa, uh, LinkedIn is House Africa. Uh, mm -hmm. On the Facebook is House Africa page. On uh, Instagram is houseafrica.io. On uh, Twitter is House Africa One. Mm, perfect, perfect. We'll also include these links in the show notes for anyone interested. And lastly, we always like to end each episode by asking this one question. So, by definition, a game changer is an event, idea, or procedure that affects a significant shift in the current way of doing or thinking about something. With this definition in mind, what is one game-changing idea that you have about the future of Africa? Yeah, I believe the future of Africa, looking at the real estate industry, the real estate industry is the oldest and the biggest uh, industry in the whole world with about 2.17 trillion market. So, uh, and this is what we are lacking in Africa because only Africa, in, that, in, in, that, in, in the, in the 2.217 trillion, Africa has only 36, which is very, very low. So the game changing is actually going to happen if we unlock these debt capitals and transactions in real estate start moving as it should. I believe it's going to increase. For example, in Nigeria, uh, we presume that if we can be able to unlock these 300 billion 
dollar trap in, uh, in real estate, we can be able to make Nigerian uh, GDP to rise from 339 billion to 1.4 trillion. Wow, wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. That is definitely one uh, game-changing idea. Thank you so much, Namdi, for joining us on this episode. We're so grateful for your time, and we're really looking forward to all the incredible work you Thank and your team are leading at House Africa. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Connect with us at AppYourVest on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And let's continue our conversation. Remember, you can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms.